Hi, I'm David Farrier, a New Zealander accidentally marooned in America, and I want to figure out what makes this country tick. Now, I've been in America for over a year now, and I've started to amass a variety of American things. I've got a social security number and health insurance. I've got an American bank account and a bag full of quarters so I can use the shared laundry in my building. But one thing I can't use those quarters for is paying for parking, because I don't have a car. And I don't have a car because I don't have an American driver's license. According to the DMV, I would have to sit a driving test. Over 27 million people in California have a driver's license. Over 227 million Americans have one, because America loves cars. So, what would be more American than heading to the DMV to get my driver's license? Getting ready to take your California driving test can be overwhelming, even nerve-wracking. But if you study the California Driver Handbook and practice your driving skills, you should do just fine. The DMV is meant to stand for Department of Motor Vehicles, but like all things in America, it's confusing. In some states, like Alaska, it stands for Division of Motor Vehicles. Some states throw away DMV altogether. In Indiana, it's the BMV, the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. And in Oklahoma, there's the Department of Public Safety and the Tax Commission. California leads the way in licenses because there are so many drivers, 27 million of them. Then it's Texas, Florida, and New York. Wyoming is the state with the least number of driving licenses. And while I have a New Zealand driver's license, I've been here for too long to use that. I'd end up in traffic court. So, hang on to that steering wheel and prepare to hit the gas, because this is the DMV episode. Flatless. Flatless. Flatless bird touchdown in America. I'm a flatless bird touchdown in America. Now, I'm going to say right at the top, we recorded this documentary a while ago now. Yeah. It seems like a really long time ago. Yeah, it was. And I think I have sat on it for a while because it was so stressful. (laughs) I still am stressed about this entire situation, which we'll find out in the documentary. We sort of go in depth into things. I know. I feel like I can't really say anything. No, I mean, yeah, we will. Maybe we'll get into the doc sooner than we usually do and, and sort of talk about that. But it's funny, 16 is so young to get yeah. a license, right? Like, 16-year-olds got a bit of growth to do. It doesn't feel it when you're that age. You feel totally yeah. ready and prepared. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, yeah, 16-year-olds, I mean, your frontal lobe isn't even fully developed. You're 15 when you get your permit, and that is so little. Yeah. Thinking about just driving in America in general... The roads are so much bigger here and so much more overwhelming. Yeah. And also, I've started following a lot of local news affiliates on Instagram. So I'm getting fed Mm. all this crime all the time. Oh. And there is so much car chase porn. You know, and I know California is very specific, but I think all over America, there is a lot more chaos on the roads here. (laughs) Where literally there's a genre of news where you're just watching a car chase. That's true. Although, I don't know. In other countries, I feel like the rules are even less. It's less policed, yeah. When I was in India, when I was four. Oh my goodness, yeah, that would be a whole other kettle of fish. This is a long time ago, obviously. It's changed, Mm. but it was chaos. Like, it was Yeah, There are some places, yeah, with very little rules, and it's just 10 lanes of madness, right? So, 
It's not that. It's not that. I but it is like, nutty. Did you see recently there was that Tesla driver? He was a big steroided up man in a oh, Tesla no. and you'd be on a freeway and he would cut in front of you. He'd hit the brakes. He'd stop on the freeway. <gasps> you'd be forced to kind of stop and you couldn't change lanes because people would be racing by on yeah. either side. And he'd get out with like a big bat. No. And he'd just come up and destroy your car <gasps> and then hop back in his Tesla. It's like a Tesla bandit. They caught him recently. Oh so they've got him God. now. But there was this great fear in California driving. I was driving with a friend and they were like, I hope the Tesla bandit doesn't strike. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's just this moron in a Tesla full of steroids oh who was just destroying God. people's cars. So I guess what I'm saying is the idea of hitting the road, it instills me with fear. Well, like here. the Bronco, the OJ Simpson Bronco Yeah, chase. one of the first big chases, right? Huge. Exciting. At least that was a slow chase. At least it wasn't too speedy. Wait, it was not. It was fast, right? It was slower than like your 120 miles oh. an hour kind of chaotic runs. That sure. Sometimes he was just gently cruising along almost. Well, yeah. And I mean, I guess in America, although maybe this is in other countries, but we have drag racing and stuff. Cars going fast on the road is part of the DNA. Yeah. Well, you've got the Fast and Furious franchise, right? Yes. It's one of the biggest franchises of all time. Like yes. I grew up in New Zealand with that series and I love yeah. it. And that's all America. Yeah, America loves cars. All this fear is kind of like in me, I suppose. But yeah. look, I need to get my driver's license. Yes. The DMV is sort of built up in my head because I've done all this in New Zealand, but it's smaller, you, did it. you know? Yeah. I hit the streets. I got some opinions on the actual DMV experience because stories vary. Sure. Do you have a DMV experience? I've heard it's hellish in there. The DMV is pretty bad. <laughs> it's usually just a long wait, but if you got someone good, you're probably good to go. What was your last experience at the DMV? Very positive. Yeah, um, it wasn't great. I took my driving test when I was 16, which is about four years ago for me. Uh, just very slow. No one there was happy to help you. That's pretty much how anything with the government goes here. At the DMV, it was fine. Uh, I'm from Michigan, so it was quick and simple. Oh, um, I had to change my last name because I got married. Congratulations. Was it a good experience or a bad one? It actually was really fast. It was a really good experience, shockingly, yeah. What was your last experience at the DMV? Terrible. It was at least an hour away, and that was in West Virginia with a population of 1.8 million people. My last experience was two years ago when I got my driver's license when I was 16. It was very laid back because this was in the middle of COVID, and I think I was one of the only people taking my driver's test. Stereotypically, the uh, driver's test is, oh, you have to get in the car with the instructor, drive around like the community, maybe go on the highway and then come back. All I had to do was park in the cones. So they told me to park in the cones and then like take a right turn and then they're like, cool, you have your driver's license. I'm so angry at this. I'm taking my driver's test next week and I'm terrified of this whole scenario. So yeah, uh, I guess that was one little plus during COVID was really easy driving you tests for some people. I'm an idiot, I didn't time. do it. This also does remind me though of learning to drive oh and my god. everyone has that story where a, likely a parent in my yeah, case your, your dad my dad yep took me to this big parking lot same and we did a parking lot in new did. zealand yeah kind of like i guess where you take someone to learn how to ride a bike and I, <laughs> the panic i could feel emanate also my mom refused like she was like i'm she wouldn't do it i'm not gonna be the person which yeah. was right she would have ruined my, did you take to it or was it a while to get my dad said i was a natural right but he automatic or dad. manual 
oh my god, automatic. Right. I my still dad can't. made me learn in a manual. <gasps> a bit like my dating philosophy from another Valentine's episode. Yeah. So yeah. like learn with the hardest thing and then go to an automatic. Anyway. You were able to do that. Took a while, like lots of bunny hops, like when you're changing gears. And it's weird because driving is that thing where when you don't know how to do it, it's so unnatural. It's like, do the clutch, do the brake, do that. And you can be told that, but doing it is so alien. Yeah. And then once you can do it, you'll never think about it again. That's fascinating because mm. I still don't know how to drive a stick. And I would love to learn, mm. but... But why I, bother? I feel, like, if you don't need to, don't bother, it's right? Fun, but it's a cool it's skill. Fun. I think it's yeah. like a cool skill. It feels like you're really driving. It feels it gives you something to do as well when you're bored in the car. Like yeah. you're changing gears and you're doing more stuff. I feel embarrassed going to learn at this age. This is reminding yeah. me of Liz, who doesn't know how to drive. Oh, at all. No. She lives in New York, so she doesn't need to. But when she's here, it, it does pose a little bit of a problem. But when we were recording Race to 35, she had looked out the window as I was driving in and she said, you look so cool driving. <laughs> she's she's like, you had like one hand. I was like, yeah, I mean, it didn't boost my ego a little bit. I was like, yeah. I do look cool. That's how I feel when still when I see people smoking. Oh, I'm like, no. wow, you look so cool. I have that feeling. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But it is cool that you drive. That's really nice. That's, it is cool. It is cool. It's cool. It's a feather in our caps. Uh, I mean, I have some issues with your car, which we'll get to, but look, I'll just start the dock. This is my journey towards my driver's license. A phone call. I know. <laughs> I know. It's weird, right? I love it. No one calls anyone anymore. No one does it. I know. Sometimes you just got to pick up the blower. What's up? I've decided to call Fleur, my friend from New Zealand. She moved to America a long time ago. So whenever I can't figure something out, I call Fleur. She's always ready with advice and knowledge. You've done the driver's license thing here, right? You've got a license? I do. I have a license. Do you have any advice? Because I've booked myself in to the DMV, so I've got to go in there and I think I take my theory test? Yes, you take your written first. Any tips? Uh, practice. You can find fake ones online because they do stupid things like triple negatives and they make you question your own sanity. What's a triple negative? It's like a double negative for triple. Like I didn't not not think I was turning left. Oh God. Okay. They really try and catch you out. <laughs> yeah. But that's just all American bureaucracy really. The few times I've tried it, driving in America feels weird to me. For one thing, we drive on the other side of the road in New Zealand. Plus the steering wheel is on the other side as well. I've lost count of the number of times I've gone to get in a friend's car here in America and gotten into the driver's seat instead of the passenger side. And if I pass that, then I do my practical test. How do I drive my car to the test place if I'm not allowed to drive yet? You have to have insurance and you have to take a full driver's license person with you. And it's really dumb. And especially if you don't own the car, you have to take someone who owns the car. I mean, I need the license to get the car, really, don't I? Luckily, I knew I had Monica Padman to help me. She had a car, a perky little Prius, and I like to think she'd let me use it to do the test. I say goodbye to Fleur and log into dmv.ca.gov. This was my first experience with a Californian DMV, and I feel apprehensive. What was your last experience at the DMV? Terrible. I've been at my computer for so long trying to log in to dmv.ca.gov. Here we go again. 
The website has quite a nice colour scheme, a cool, peaceful blue. But I don't feel peaceful. Like most government websites I've logged into here, it's a bit of a nightmare. I spent so much time just sitting in front of a laptop, typing things, going in endless login circles. Eventually I get in, and then it's a long list of questions. The DMV is very, very nosy. What colour are my eyes? Brown. Colour is my hair. Oh, I mean it was brown, but it's going grey. Gotta pick one. It's more brown than grey. Next. How tall are you? Next. Do you plan on using your driver's licence to fly? Oh, like, to get access to a plane, not to fly a plane. Not to be pilot a plane. All this just so I can get through to booking the theory test for the driver's licence. Do you wish to be an organ donor? Of course. I don't want my organs when I'm dead. When I've died in a horrific car crash. Eventually, I'm given an appointment for my written test. I download the California Driver's Handbook, pages and pages of instructions and illustrations about how to drive in the United States of America. As I flick through, everything is different. Instead of signs proclaiming give way, they just say yield. The speeds are all different, plus they're in miles per hour instead of kilometers per hour. The fast lane is always on the left, not the right. I download some of the sample tests Fleur had suggested, and I seem to be doing okay. There are a few questions that keep throwing me, like Americans are obsessed with what way their wheels are turning when they're parked on a hill. Look, I get it. If you roll down the hill, you want the car to turn towards the curb so you stop. But what the heck? Are Americans forgetting to put the parking brake on? Are their parking brakes braking all the time? Anyway, the day arrives for the big test. It's about an hour's walk to the DMV. I'm walking because I don't have a car, because I don't have a license. So I'm quite sweaty because it's quite hot. So I'm going to turn up to the DMV sweaty, got my passport, my visa, proof of my address, some credit card statements. Whew. I'm ready, as ready as I'll ever be. I feel a certain level of anxiety, not because the test's hard, but because the opposite is really easy, right? It's like you're approaching a pedestrian crossing. Do you run the people over or stop? So my fear is that I'll fail and it will be embarrassing. It'll be the most embarrassing test to fail because it's so easy. That's my main worry about all this. Stay tuned for more Flightless Bird. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Flightless Bird is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Now, there are two main things I like in life besides making this show, napping and sleeping. And both of those activities I do on my Helix Sleep mattress. Now, I got my mattress about a year ago because I wanted to use it before I talked about it. And I really like it. I've got a bad back because I injured it ages ago and this bed is giving me the best sleeps I've had in ages. Occasionally friends visit from New Zealand and because I live in a one bedroom apartment I get the couch and they get the bed and they like it too. Now Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury ones, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, that's me, I'm very tall, and even a mattress made just for kids. Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. 
To find the mattress for you, you just take the Helix Sleep Quiz online like I did and find your perfect mattress for you in under two minutes. Your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com bird. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode of Flightless Bird is brought to you by Primal Kitchen. I got some of their ketchup and an Australian friend was in town. In Australia, similar to New Zealand, we have similar foods. Yeah. And they made sausage rolls. He bought the dough, he made the dough, Ooh. wrapped the meat up, put it in the oven. And the thing that makes a saucy roll is ketchup. And you supplied the ketchup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Primal Kitchen ketchup, it was the organic one. They uh-huh. do an unsweetened. The organic one is the one that I use because it tastes like being in New Zealand and getting like a hit of the best ketchup I've Ooh. ever tasted in my life. So, yeah. Yum. I really like their mayo because it has <sighs> avocado oil. So it's a really nice, fatty, delicious oil. I want to do a mayo episode of the show because Ooh. Americans are obsessed with mayo <gasps> in a way that New Zealanders are. Oh my aren't. God, we so, should do a mayo taste test. Oh yeah, I'm so down. I'm discovering mayo I for the first it. time and I love that these guys have that as well. Ooh. Now it's the new year, resolution season, and it's easy to cook more and cook well with Primal Kitchen condiments and sauces. They've got a lot of amazing products that have quickly become favorites for us. So yeah, Primal Kitchen products are made with high quality ingredients, good fats from plant-based oils, no artificial sweetness and most importantly, delicious flavor. Listeners to Flightless Bird can save 20% at primalkitchen.com slash flightlessbird or find Primal Kitchen products at your favorite local grocery store or retailer. I book myself into the Hollywood DMV, which seems to be one of the most chaotic. I figure baptism by fire is the best option. Now serving G zero six six at window number ten. I hand over my passport, my main source of ID in America, seeing as I don't have a US license. I get my eyes checked. A D F K L M S. I pass with flying colors. I'm handed a form and I wait some more. And then I'm led into a little room with little booths. This is it. Oh my god, that was so tense. I passed. Oh, I feel relief, excitement, this potential new life now. Imagine having a car. It was so stressful because I did the test run on the internet and it was 10 questions in the test. But the test I just took was about 30 questions. And I also, I feel like I definitely got more than three wrong. Just because I was sort of rushing through and maybe because I'm a bit dumb. But it was very different to what I thought it would be. Oh, but I'm so happy. Walking home, I kept thinking about it, and I realized that I think you get three attempts to pass. I think what happened is I kept failing, and the test just kept repeating. So I guess on attempt three, I got enough questions correct to pass. Most exciting of all, I now had a form with a date for my practical driving test. The day I'd hit the road to prove I had the right stuff. The big day arrives. I get dressed, splash some cold water on my face, and head outside to meet Monica, who's agreed to drive me to my test. My friend just texted me saying when he took his test, he failed twice before he'd even left the yard. One time, his tyre bumped over the curb, and I think the other time, I don't know what happened the other time, but he failed twice. Oh my God. I don't even know what the speed limits are. Is it 35? 
As in New Zealand, we do kilometres per hour, but here it's miles. It's a different thing. It's a sunny day, a good day for driving. And one of the dirtiest cars I've ever seen pulls up to the curb. Here it is, what a beauty. Wow, it's so dirty. Okay, are we gonna get in trouble that it's so dirty? Monica peers out from her Prius, looking like she's just emerged from a long trip through some sort of dust storm. Her tiny Prius is usually shiny and white, but this is a dusty brown mess. Looks like it's in a war zone and someone's disguised it to look like dirt. So we don't get shot at. Okay, so we debated this a lot. Monica has a brand new car and she said we should take that. But I said if we turned up to the DMV in a shiny Mercedes, they'd hate me and there's more of a chance to fail me. I suggested we take her old car, the Prius, and they might take pity on me. Look, this reasoning probably says more about the mindset of a New Zealander than anything about America. Should we swap over? I'll drive. Yeah. And you can teach me. It's so dirty. I know. What happened? I don't know. It's just been parked in my driveway, and I'm kind of angry because I feel like it hasn't been there for long enough for it to look like this. I convinced Monica to take her old car, but looking at it now, I'm wondering if I'd made a terrible, terrible mistake. Anyway, we're here now. There's no stopping this roller coaster. There's no getting off. I get into the driver's seat, as I assume I might as well have a free driving lesson from Monica on the 20-minute drive to the test. This is the emergency brake, if they ask you about that. We call that a handbrake in New Zealand. Okay, it's called the emergency brake here, okay. the e-brake. Oh, you're doing good. Yeah, I'm remembering. Oh my God, your knees are touching the wheel. Monica's car is small. I am very big. All of my limbs are touching a surface. There's just not enough room. Everyone okay. arrives at a stop sign. Yep. At the same time, what do I do? It's the person who arrives first, mm -hmm. and then it goes in order to the left. But the part that I still don't know <laughs> yeah. is if everyone literally mm -hmm. comes at the exact same time to a screeching yeah. halt. Boom. They're all there. What happens? Look, really, people just go willy-nilly. <laughs> Okay. What speed is it in a residential area like this? I'm going 22 miles an hour. <laughs> That's too slow. Too slow? Yeah, um, I think 35. 30? Right on red. What? We don't have right on red. I can go now, right, if there's not a car if coming? If there's not a car, you can turn right right now. So this is okay? Um, yep, then no, no pedestrians. Double check for pedestrians both ways. Do yep. you know how outrageous <laughs> it is that you can, you can essentially run a red light? In America? I'm blown away by all the cars around me. I mean, America loves vehicles. It has around 296 million of them, only topped by China, which has 305 million. Compare that to New Zealand, which has about 4.5 million cars. But here's the thing. Both America and New Zealand are car obsessed. And when it comes to vehicles per capita, America and New Zealand are neck and neck in the top 10 car-loving countries on the planet. In America, there are 8.9 cars per 10 people. In New Zealand, there are 8.8 .8 cars per 10 people. Here's the thing. You are not obligated to turn right on red. You're not, but you, okay. you live in Los Angeles and people gotta get places and they're gonna be honking at you. Yes. So you do need to be aware. You need to turn right on red if you can. Careful though, because there some places there are signs that say no right on red 
So you be aware of that in okay. case he takes you to one of those places. Okay, because they'll be trying to trick me. They're tricksters. Yeah, they're gonna try to trick you. And someone behind you, this happened to me. Mm. I was at a no ride on red. I was stopped and someone behind me was honking. Oh. They were. They wanted me to go so bad. And I was like, I'm not going. I'm following the rules. But yeah, good. There'll be pressures. As we've been driving, we both notice the mirrors are dusty too, as well as the windows. It might be an instant fail. We need to get clean. Should we get a car wash? This makes me so anxious. Okay, oh, for some back green means go. Green means go. That's good. Um, wh- why don't you try switching lanes? Okay. Monica keys a car wash into Google Maps. We'll stop there on the way. Will he take you on the interstate? I hope not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to be on there. I don't think he will. Well, he might, because he might want to see you merge. Okay, don't. Okay, David just... He's crossing. David just <laughs> gave someone the bird. They tooted me when I was waiting for someone to cross. If your phone rings... Answer it. No! no. Oh, hands my free. God. Hands-free? Absolutely hands-free. You may not touch your phone in the car. What if it's Dex calling and it's about the show? They won't care. They will not care. Okay, you can go. Even you when you it's just got little... honked again. As I've been driving, I've noticed Monica doesn't seem to be all that at ease with my driving. So you're going pretty slow. Oh, I'm so um, nervous. <laughs> There's so many hazards everywhere, I'm aren't there? I'm pretty LA? anxious. It. <laughs> We're not going to make me. it through this. No, we will. Okay. Keep in mind, this is the first oh, time I've driven. Okay, good. You're going to have to. In a long time. You're going to have to. Okay, you. Oh boy. Did you do your signal before you turned just now? I decided now? to do it after. <laughs> <laughs> sort of as an afterthought. It doesn't. I didn't my, know I what we get, were in for. I really didn't if know. If I do get my license, they're going to revoke it off me when they hear this show. <laughs> I'm not sure what it could be. Certainly not the stress of my driving through the middle of Hollywood. But Monica's also starting to sound a bit grumpy. Turn left here. Have you been to this car wash before? I have. But this one takes forever, so we need to see if there's like a drive through. Okay, this is good. You're gonna be turning left and you're gonna look for pedestrians. No one's coming, so go. Yes. We pull into the car wash and a friendly looking man approaches. But as he looks at the state of the car, his eyes narrow. Hi. I'm taking my driving test in half an hour, so I think I might need to clean the car or they might fail me. <laughs> well, it's impossible to clean this car. It's too dirty? Too dirty. Have you ever seen a car this dirty before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 33 years I do this job. I see more than that. <laughs> What's the dirtiest car you've ever seen? Uh, the RV. After Burning Man. <laughs> Still, he says our car is bad. Impossible for the car wash. We'll have to get his team of humans onto it. Uh, I charge only 45 bucks. It's usually 65. I'm going to do all hand wash for you. Because machine is never going to clean this car. Oh my God. It's too dirty for a car wash to clean. While the car's getting cleaned, we duck next door to get some caffeine in our veins. I need to be awake for this test. Monica brags that she passed her driving test on the first go. I don't know anyone. <laughs> I literally don't know anyone who's failed this portion of the test. In New Zealand, you have to be 18 to get a license. I can't believe it's 16 here in America. I think Monica can sense my nerves, so she offers to get me a treat. I wouldn't mind, uh, maybe 
a Twix to celebrate afterwards okay. if I pass. Yeah, I'll And don't give it to it. me. Yep. I need up the stakes with this Twix bar. I'm going to give it to you whether you fail or pass, just so you know. Thank you. While Monica is confident, the cafe staff are less so. Did you guys pass your driving test the first time? Yes, I did. Failure. <laughs> Took me twice. What did you do wrong? Uh, I didn't uh, back up in a straight line. One of my friends did it. She said that she like rolled to a stop and she almost got into an accident. Everyone I've talked to so far is like, yeah, I definitely didn't pass it the first time. What? He didn't back up in a straight line. We gotta practice. Okay, when we're leaving the car wash, practice backing out in a straight line of the car wash. We're starting to get behind schedule, but Monica decides to order a quiche. I think it's good you'll have something to eat while I'm out on the streets getting my test. Because I'll be starving and I'll be worried about you. How are we doing for time, do we know? It's 9.37. I am the type of person who needs, like, if I have a big thing like this, I would need to be there very early and feel very calm. Like for auditions, I would always leave so early. We dash back out to the car wash and it's like we're looking at an entirely new car. Oh, it's looking so good, clean. Great, wow. With a clean Prius, there's no more excuses. This is it. We set off for our final destination, the DMV. Stay tuned for more Flightless Bird. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Flightless Bird is brought to you by ZocDoc. Okay, so if you're like me, or most of the people on the planet, you've been stewing about a health problem that you have, or you think you have. You may remember the lump problem I told you about a while ago. Anyway, you almost always resort to messaging a group chat, or several group chats if you're me, to get your friends' opinions. But shock and horror, and sorry to be the one to tell you this, but unless your friends are doctors or geniuses of some kind, you're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in a group chat. But you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Go to ZocDoc.com flightless and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash flightless, ZocDoc dot com slash flightless. Flightless Bird is brought to you by Indeed. Now, what's better than finding quality candidates? Finding them instantly. So for a powerful hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in the one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? 
Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in the one place so easy. Because with Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit indeed.com bird to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com bird. Indeed.com bird. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, Monica, it's going to take a quick break as the, as the story climaxes. Really going into a lot of detail in this documentary about the journey of the quiche. The, the quiche was, was a big part. There was a lot of quiche. Stunk I, of quiche. The whole, I had to just wash my clothes. They all stunk no. of fucking quiche afterwards. How dare you? You love that quiche. How is it? Because I think it's funny sometimes when you listen back to yourself being recorded. Oh, and awful. I noticed how stressed out you were getting. Yeah. What did you think of your grumpy voice? Okay. <laughs> First of all, I was not grumpy. I was in a perfectly good mood that day. Mm. I just noticed I, as the driving went on, it started a bit lighter and you seemed to be getting a bit more tense I during the drive. I was surprised at your lack of knowledge about the American road system. Yeah. And I was, was starting to get anxious that this might not go well. Yeah, you'd lost some confidence in me. Who I was, did. Who was driving you around some intense bits of road in Hollywood. And I was very regretful that we didn't take the Mercedes. Yeah, you're kicking yourself for not pushing it more. Yeah, because I really pushed back on the Mercedes. Yes. I was like, they're going to think it's too fancy pants. And Dax said the same thing. Yeah. He corroborated that theory with you. Such a dusty mess of a car. <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. Disgusting. I could not believe it when I walked up. Yeah. It was at my house. I drove to mm. my house to pick up the car, saw that it was in horrible shape. Mm. I didn't have the key. I had to basically break into Dax and Chris's house. They were not there because the key was at their house. It was a whole to do. You know what, though? This reminded me. It's not fair. My Prius does not have a backup camera. Like my Mercedes, it will beep at you if something's coming. It's very dependent on what kind of car you have. Yeah, you take a fancier car and it's going to give you all this help, yes. right? And I've got this. I mean, your car is going to be no help. <laughs> so I drove this before. You lent it to me. So there's this weird thing. For six months, I'm allowed to drive on my New Zealand license. After that six months, that becomes dicey. And if you get pulled over, they can take you to traffic court. Yeah. So I borrowed that fucking Prius for a while when you I first did. got here. The tire blew up on the freeway. I'd, so I'd been for a swim. So, yeah, I decided for one thing, a bold call, but not to get changed to the pool. I just wrapped a towel around myself because yeah. I just couldn't be. I was going home. I'm sure. jumping in that Prius and going home. Your tire blew up yep. on the way home. And so I had to violently go across like all these rounds of traffic. And then I had to like figure out how to get someone to help me. And I was on the freeway and like this towel... <laughs> It was so scary. Your this car is cursed. Hey. I just okay. knocked down wood because it's a very reliable car. The only bad things that have happened in it are when you are in it. And look, to be honest, hearing this, mm. knowing that how little you know about driving, 
I can't believe I even lent you that car to, <laughs> to drive you around. You should have seen how it was treated. Should have tested you before I lent it to you. I Obviously, I studied the handbook, the driver's handbook, and I thought I'd gotten a lot of things together. But when I was really out there with you, I realized yeah, how little I knew. Oh, can I give a little hint, tip, trick and tip? Please. The car wheels, the way you turn them on a curb, not mm. a hill. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had to learn that for our driver's test, but that's never a applicable in Georgia. You're not really on hills. Oh, so that's California specific. No, it's on the Georgia test, but you're never in the actual scenario. But here you are a lot and you will get a ticket if your wheels are not turned the right way. It's so weird. When are cars rolling back down hills? (laughs) Like when is this ever happening? It's wild to me. But a trick is up, up and away. (laughs) Okay, please, that does not help me. Yes, of course. Up, up. If you're uphill, you turn the tires away from the curb. Up, up, and away. It's a perfect hint. And what's. I made it up myself. That's a good one. Yeah, because I made it up. And I think it's great. You made that? Yeah. (laughs) Monica, that's so, such a great little trick. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm going to, we'll get back into our horror journey. We have a lot left to go. We're five minutes away from the Department of Motor Vehicles. Monica is halfway through her quiche. It is interesting where you take your driver's test. Mm. So I took mine in Georgia, obviously. That's where I got my license. But because of the timing, we went to this DMV two hours away. Mm. Kind of in the middle of nowhere. My dad took me, and so it was an easy place to pass it because there wasn't, like, you're not taking a test in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, potentially I have picked one of the more hectic areas to take the test in. In New Zealand, we take a Lord of the Rings approach to driver's licenses. One ring to rule them all. One license works everywhere in New Zealand. But in America, licenses are issued by each state. I'd assume the federal government would do it, so one size fits all. But no, to drive in California, I'd need a Californian driver's license. If you get your driver's license in another state, when I moved to LA, I had to take the written portion, but I didn't have to retake the driving portion. Did Dax pass this the first time, do you know? If he didn't, that is the reveal of a lifetime. I would guess, yes, since he's been driving since he was like two years old. But he does hate authority, and I could see him getting violent. As we've been talking, I've been waiting for a very slow old man to use the pedestrian crossing before I turn. He's not in front of me anymore, but he's still on the crossing. So I've just been waiting. No, David, you cannot wait till that person crosses all the way over. You are going to get honked at, you're going to feel pressure, and then you're going to hit someone on a bike. Fuck, I'm nervous that that is a rule and just that it's one of those rules that nobody follows. I'm not sure what to think. I'm sure I read the road rules book that if anyone is anywhere on the pedestrian crossing, I have to wait, even if they're on the other side of the road. I'm not saying I don't trust Monica. But I don't entirely trust Monica. I'll call Dax and see if he answers. Oh, good call. Hi, Dax. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm really good. I just had a really quick question for you. If there's a pedestrian crossing and they've got the little white man and they're crossing, do I have to wait till they're completely off the pedestrian crossing till I turn? Yeah, from the 
second they step off the sidewalk until they get back on the sidewalk, you are supposed to stay completely still. No, are you serious? Yeah, I do not abide by that. No one does. Oh my God, I'm so glad we called you because I just told him you could. I'm actually FaceTiming Dex, which is probably quite bad when you're driving. And he notices the fluffy microphone on the recorder I'm using to make the podcast. And then I have to say, I all only saw the top of it, and I thought, my goodness, he's brought a cat to his driving <laughs> test. <laughs> this, is, this is just a little windsock. Which made more sense than, oh, that must be some kind of recording equipment. Yeah. I wish I had a cat on my lap. You know we're at your favorite place on Earth. Where, where are you, actually? Disneyland. How depressing. You can see the hierarchy here. I'm off to the DMV, and Dax, quite possibly turning into a Disney adult, is having a great day at Disneyland. Disney or DMV, what would you pick? Of course the mom has to take the son. Dax, did you pass your driving test on the first try? Yeah. You know what I got warnings for was I was a little cocky. I was driving with one hand and they were like 10 and 2 and I said, I know, but for real. 10 and 2, that's a good thing to remember. Okay. Are your clocks in New Zealand positioned the same way as ours, David? Just 12 at the top? Yeah, we, our clocks are very similar to America's clocks, yes. Okay, then you should be fine. It's 10 and 2 then. I'm a bit stressed about the whole thing. Because I, I did so many things wrong, even on the test drive with Monica just now. People tooting at you all the time, even when you're doing the right thing. People toot you here for doing the right thing, you know? Well, I'd argue you're liable to get tooted at uh, specifically for doing the right thing, i.e. waiting at a stop sign for three seconds. Bullshit. Too long. Let's go. And I guess we're, all, we're having our own little ride here today. We're taking, you're going to be on the car's ride, and I'm going to be on the car's driving test. It's sort of similar, isn't it? Now, have you considered trying to get your motorcycle's permit while you're down there? Two birds, one stone. I haven't thought about that yet. I think I'll do that at a different time, maybe under your instruction. Now, that's a challenging episode. Like, what you're doing right now is foreplay, but if you want a deep dick, let's do an episode on you getting your motorcycle's license. I'm not ready to deep dick anything, so I hang up. I can see the DMV looming in front of us. I feel like it's taken an eternity to get to this moment, and it's finally arrived. Oh no, you look so, you look so scared. <laughs> I just, I haven't felt this much pressure in such a long time. I think the last time I felt this much pressure was the first time I had sex. That was over very quickly. I hope today would be more successful for everyone involved. It'll be fine, you get your Twix either way, just take a breath and you'll be great. So we're boy to get his driver's license. This is so cute. I'm so happy. It's your oversized child yeah, into... <laughs> Time for Cindy's driving test. Okay, so we're approaching the DMV now. It's, it's not a, it doesn't have a lot of character, this building. This is something for you to remember. He wants to give you the license, or she. Yeah, they're not out to trick me. Yeah. Okay, now that's a good point. You'll also be aware of tricks. The doors of the DMV slide open, and we enter. Okay, so they made us turn the recorder off inside, but we have run into a slight problem at the desk. <laughs> she said that we need to show my driver's license, my registration for the car, and my insurance for the car. I did have the registration, but I 
don't have a current insurance card. Um, that one in there is expired. I do have current insurance, I just don't have the card. So now I need... I love now... <laughs> I love now that you're a little bit flustered as well. Now you're feeling what I'm feeling. This is good. Is it? Is it good that you put me in this position? We go back outside and Monica digs around in her glove box for papers. She makes some calls and she makes some more calls and somehow manages to get her insurance details. The test is back on. We get in our car and get in line. We're back on. With the, okay, that was scary. That got a little bit... It got hairy. It got hairy, got anxiety provoking, and David wanted to quit, and I said, no, we're pushing through this. Okay, we're number two now. Moving on up. Don't hit that guy. A woman appears in DMV uniform. She has a clipboard in hand, so I know things are about to get serious. I've been hoping Monica could just sit in the back with her quiche, but the woman with the clipboard banishes Monica from the car. I'm left alone. Bye. Thank you. Good Thank luck, you. David. Thank you. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, I'll take my quiche the heck out of here. I hand Monica my recorder so she can document things from outside the car. This is what she recorded. Off he goes. My little sinny. All grown up. Okay, he's turning on the windshield wipers. He's done that well. Did his turn signals. Stepped on the brake. Then, disaster. Uh Uh-oh, fuck, they're calling me back over. Look, to cut a long story short, Monica's horn didn't work. She had no horn. And with no horn, I'm not even allowed to leave the lot. It turns out this test was like my first sexual experience after all. Practically over before it had really even started. Oh my fucking... It wasn't meant to So, at the end of the day, (laughs) your car was the failure. Wasn't it this beautiful mechanical failure? Mechanical fucking failure. You've got no toot on your horn. I feel a lot of things right now. I feel incredibly annoyed. It's like it was something out of our control. I'm sorry, I wasted your whole day. No, you didn't waste it. We've been on a journey together. I think we've learned about our approaches to stress. And to life, I just feel so happy because my stress is gone. I'm like, thank God I don't need to do this yet. But we needed to get it done. We do need to get it done. I mean, basically, it's punishment for any guilt you feel for your horn not honking. It just means you have to come back and do this again at the DMV, another day we're, at the DMV. We're going to do another day at the DMV. We're going to do a round two. This is a cliffhanger, y'all. <laughs> Part one of... Ten. Six. Part one of ten, that series. It'll take us through next year. Okay, well, I think here's one thing I'll say. We both got very American. The DMV could not be more American. Slow lines, American government, (laughs) fuck. Admin, just administration, forms. Exactly, people yelling. Okay, well, all right. 100% more American, zero driver's license. I mean, what a journey into failure wasn't it? Oh, revisiting that was making me feel sweaty. And that was cut back from it some was, other administrative chaos that went on right. as well. Yeah. There was a few back and forths. There was a lot with, of back and forths. Yeah. I gave the Mercedes registration on accident. And I was ready to just leave multiple times. I know. And you pushed on. And that would have been so amazing <laughs> if we had actually taken this. But look, the I good know. thing is, you know, we recorded this a long time ago, that yeah. outing. I have still been too scared to rebook it. 
So I'm going to do that very soon. And we're going to go back in there. I've been studying up on the road code. Great. When I've been driving with friends, I've been like looking at what they've been doing. Okay. Looking at speeds and studying. And so I think it was all for a reason. And on my end, I have replaced my horn and got everything in order. Great. Not to throw you under the bus. Mm, But. But I was a little angry at you Mm. because. Since that. (laughs) Because. The night before I texted you, I said, is there anything we need to have? Mm. And you said no. No. And there were things there we needed. So, there were so many papers that you needed, so, so many, many documents, so much proof that your car was roadworthy exactly. and none of that was there. And so that was a huge issue. But on the plus side, you could have saved my life because what if I was driving that car and someone yeah. was going to hit me and I didn't have a horn? Completely. You've got the horn now. A horn's so important. Yeah. You only realize you need a horn when you really, really need it. In retrospect, the horn made sense that it wasn't working because the last five months I was driving it, I maybe honked my horn like twice. I never mm. use it. But both times I did that, I would just like beep and it would go, it would go beep it would never stop and i would like slam and slam because it sounded so aggressive were you play so i forgot about it (laughs) so you were you just that corner's absolutely wrecked the whole time for a while yeah but i forgot so the test what if it hadn't fully broken and i got a little two and it just bled out for 20 seconds that would have been horrific you set me up in a way to fail potentially listen when you move on to a mercedes you just forget you You forget you knew that horn was wrecked before we went in i forgot i didn't even consider the fact that they'd make you honk it Will you go back in with me yes. when I do round two? Of course. Mornings or afternoons are better for you. When do I book it for? Let's do morning, just in so case this off, happens we, again. Let's set off at 4 a.m., probably knowing our history. <laughs> Get there about 10 a.m. We have to stop at the car the wash on yeah, the way. Car wash, coffee, quiche. Um, You're going to take the Mercedes this I, time, I was going right? to say, how yeah. do you feel I'll about that? The, I'll take the Mercedes. Okay, don't crash it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got good insurance? That car is nice. If I crash it, it'll be covered with your insurance. I don't have insurance. Yeah. It'll be covered. Great. Yeah, but I like that car. Ah, I can always iron out the dings. (laughs) It'll be fine. Oh, my God. That is morbid. Do you think anyone's ever died on their driving test? Oh, that's actually a really good question. I have no doubt it has happened at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, horrific. I tried to get someone from the DMV to talk for this episode. None of them responded. So I would love to know their side. And we do give a lot of shit to the DMV, I think, because it is administrative hell. But we met a couple of really lovely... We did. We met some real baddies and some real goodies. (laughs) And it was there was no one in between. Yeah. They were either angelic or like demons. Yeah. And we had a couple different people who were going to do the test with you. And one was super nice. Like, I want that person. Yeah, we wanted that person. And the other one, we... But someone slightly less kind. That's right. But hey, what I'm sure they all do a great job. They all do a great job. We'll go back. We'll do a morning. I'm going to get my license. You're and it. then I can road trip for this podcast more. We should ask if anyone works the DMV that wants to talk to you for part two. Oh, yeah. If anyone works the DMV, just slide into my DMs. I would love to talk to you. Maybe get a bit of help Slide into for your this. DMs. Yeah, help. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> just end it was there. right there. All right. More American or less? Less. More. I stand by more. Yeah, more. American yeah. bureaucracy at its finest. Yeah, we did hours of it. All right. Part two soon. Part two. Part two.